Really? God. That's my production manager. Okay. Turn your computer down. Down? Down. There you go. I'm so we've been talking. I'm muted. I'm muted. We've been talking for two minutes and 48 seconds, and YouTube had zero audio. Really? Is it us or is it them? No, it was us. It was me. Are we good? Yeah. Uh, well, listen, if you if you read lips, you were in. You were in great shape. So let's start over. <laughs> okay. Let's start over. We are live from the Lunatic Lounge in the Blue Room and Bar of the Wingate by Wyndham in Hurricane West Virginia. In case you One don't believe these, it. In case you don't believe it. The Blue Ribbon Bar. One of these devices is making noise, and I can hear it. I'm muted. It's right not me. Right. How about the phone? How about that? Uh, it could be. Um, do I shoot it? What do I do? I'm working on it. I want it just to be, what do you call it? Natural. Yeah. Not produced, not processed. So what you see is what you get. Y'all saw our pre, our, uh, our show prep, right? Yeah. So, um, and I fixed it. Um, this thing has been put together in a, uh, I mean, he's got fantastic lighting, if y'all can't tell. Um, we're good. I, I fixed it. Uh, so anyway, we are live and um, we're having a great time. We gotta repeat all that. Yeah, we're gonna have to repeat it all. Um, I don't remember what I said? <laughs> I don't either. We're in West Virginia. We do have a live audience, so they didn't hear y'all the first oh, time. Oh yeah, so come on, live up. audience. <laughs> Could you all like show up every weekend? Half of you at Chris's house, half of you at my house, you know? It's a lot of fun. I do this normally and I'm just, I've got two cats looking at me. Let
Can I like lip sync or something? Can I? Well, I can unmute this iPad, but that's a big part of the problem. It's it's not picking up the audio off of my computer. Somebody play some Journey or something, and I'll lip sync. Okay. <laughs> well, give me a minute to get into the. Uh... Bone cutter messaging me. Bone cutter. Yeah. Doctor Bone Cutter. This is working the shit out of me, by the way. It's like tugging on me. Um, well, there's no reason that shouldn't be working because uh, it's getting the sound off of this iPad in front of us and not off of our mics. So that's a big problem. Um, well, it's got to be that board over there. You got? Yeah, I mean it's it's it's. Uh, Y'all just bear with us for a minute because it's uh, broadcast professionally. Look right there. It is. Uh, it's connected. Code X. Yeah. It's getting sound. Yeah. Um, but it's not getting sound from the correct device, which is the which is a big problem. Um, so y'all can just have to hang in there with us. Uh, oh, oh, I found it! I found it! I found it! I found it! We gotta do it over again now, third time. <laughs> no, uh, you guys should be hearing us through these mics now. Um, <clears throat> you hear that yeah all right well we apologize for the technical problems but you know no, usually i'm used to doing this from my house where my stuff don't get jacked with and i've had to pack up everything and bring it to this location and uh that's what's created this problem he so brought now, his he brought his five miles i brought mine 200 miles okay yeah who shit's not working right all right well listen how about let's just get to the guests and maybe who do you want to do first richie uh, richie absolutely where's richie, richie? matthews Please come to the microphone. Y'all had, there's so many of y'all that have been waiting for this for so long. We uh, talked about him. He's a legend in his own mind. Hey, I you need a that? bigger applause than that. Well, give him some more. Come on, give him some love, everybody. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. It's about damn time. Now, Richie, this is a family show, so you're going to have to keep it clean a little bit, yeah, all right? You can't use the F-bomb. You can use the S-word, but not the F-bomb. So. Okay, so y'all got to understand, Richie came to us at 23 years old, <clears throat> a senior trainer <laughs> at Covenant Old Trans school. Old he was school. old school, wasn't he? Yeah. No, and he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> listen, no one ever in this program has shown the level of growth, personal growth, uh, business growth. I mean, he has been a joy to be a part of this program. Uh, he about drove me to drink the first six months. Uh, but Richie is an absolute pleasure to have in this program. And he is the model uh, for what it should be like because he had everything against him. He came through this BS training system that these corporate uh, companies come up with. Uh, he came here. I mean, did when we first talked to him and he goes, well, I, I mean, we weren't allowed to have maps. Well, what, what the hell am I supposed to do with that, you know? Um, so, Richie, just give me a brief, like, you're at Covenant, you're a trainer, you're, you're making pretty good money, right? I mean, you're, you're doing okay. $2,300 bucks a week. Right. I mean, for a 23-year-old, that ain't bad. So, but what, what brought you here? What, what got you fired up about the idea of coming to Blue Ribbon? I think I got tired of dealing with the – BS day to day, uh, just being told what to do, and like y'all said before, that uh, 
a lot of people think that when you go and get your own truck, you can just do whatever you want to. That's kind of what I thought. How'd that work out for you? They work. <laughs> you can you can do that. That doesn't yeah. mean you get to keep your truck. You get to be bankrupt well, for a while, you know. So it's really works. Work. It works for a little while. Right? Now, I listen. I have to. I have to take you back um, to a night you're in your truck and you're sleeping and you hear a noise and you think nope. somebody's trying to steal my fuel and you open the curtains. I need you to tell me what you see. Well, back up a little bit. I want to know how you open the curtains. Well, was the barrel of the was gun? Was there a barrel involved? Did, in your did hands? you use the barrel of the pistol to? I see. I'm seeing like a M, like an AR-15 barrel, <laughs> <laughs> shaking those curtains back and then looking out there. No, I had my Glock, but uh, I kind of ripped Glock open the, bl the blinds, the uh, curtain though, and, and there was a, I think it was a raccoon. Right? I think <laughs> raccoon or a pot. I think it was a raccoon banging its. My windshield wipers up against my glass. How did you how did you possibly not have bullet holes in your windshield? Because <laughs> you woke up from a dead sleep, right? It's about two or three a.m. Listen, I've seen a lot in twenty five years of trucking, and that tops the list. I ain't never, <laughs> I've never seen a raccoon have a hold of my windshield wipers at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's a cover story. Really, I don't think that's yeah. what happened. <laughs> A it's lazy. a good cover story. You weren't in Montgomery, Alabama, were you? It's no, TA? I, don't, I don't remember. Okay. Where I was All right. Well, one of the things that we we loved about Richie was when when something would happen, and he would he would make some decisions. Uh, we got really quick to the point of him calling, and the first words out of his mouth were, "I screwed up." Well, he didn't use that word. He didn't use that word. And, and, and in the, in the, in the short term, I had to, I had to work him through getting over it. You know, at some point I'm like, dude, you're just going to have to play the next play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You did it. It's, it's over. It's caused you a problem. Now you got to move to the next, move to the next thing. So how do you feel? Like what's your perspective of this growth that you've had over the couple of years that you've been with Lance or with uh, blue ribbon and now a truck owner, by the way, it's kind of unreal in the time period that what has been a year and a half, a year and eight months, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be this quick. I thought I was going to be here for Come two get or three up on years. that microphone just a little bit. More. I thought it was going to be two or three years before I got my own truck, but uh, it's been awesome. I, I really enjoy it and uh, I like what I do. And Don't kiss ass. Tell us what you really think, okay? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, uh, I don't know. I'm just your boss. How, how many it. times did I make you contemplate quitting? What'd you say? How many times did I make you contemplate quitting? Oh, at least four, five, <laughs> 10, 20 times. Yeah. Well, no. you know, we have, I'm the fleet manager, so I'm the face of this. So when, when things go bad, I'm the guy that has to deal with it, you know, and they think he's this teddy bear. And I'm like, who do y'all think taught me how to be such a bastard? You know, you know he, and, and he did a great job. You know, he took me, it's this my little side note here. Okay. We had to go to one of the local um, repair shops today to deal with the situation. And of course they say he loads me up because he thinks I'm going to go in there and be the, you know, this, um, asshole, okay, mm -hmm. that he needed me to be. But see, I've got him trained so well now, I didn't have to. I actually was the guy that hugged the guy after he chewed his ass out. So <laughs> I've trained him so well. He's, I mean, he doesn't need me anymore. He's, he's really, really gotten good. I have, I have fully embraced this role. And he loves it. He loves it. Because I think part of it is he wants to impress me that he could do that, you know. But it was very effective. Good job today, by the way. Thank so. you. Thank you. I was, I was taught by the best. You were taught. Yeah. Well, Richie, it best. has absolutely been a pleasure having you in this program. And you are one of the guys 
uh, that makes this worth doing because it's the reason you know, the reason we do. We, I was talking with somebody earlier about you know having multiple trucks seems like a great idea until you do it, and then you've got all these drivers and all these different situations. Uh, but Richie absolutely makes it worth doing, and we're absolutely thrilled to have you in this program. So it, it's so gratifying to see somebody like Rich. You know, again, we're not getting into a lot to his personal situation, but you know, he w- was challenged a little bit growing up, and and. But, you know, what was it a year ago you took your whole family up to Yellowstone, paid the whole tab? Was that a year ago? You yeah. know, how old are you now, 24? I'm 25. 25. How many 25-year-olds take their entire family to Yellowstone, pay the tab, you know? All they had to do was pay the plane ticket. Yeah. I mean, that's just he's, just he's just such a good person to be around. We've told the story because the, the, the thing that, that, uh, that I love about Richie is that, you know, you, you want to get on him, but you can't. You know, you really, really want to kick him in the ass, but you can't because he kicks himself in the ass so hard. You don't have to do it. You know, yeah. Uh, he did that little stupid thing where he did a U-turn on a two lane road and put the. Well, it was, it was more. They give me more credit than that. It wasn't a two lane. It was wide, but. It was a wide two lane. <laughs> still had the right front tire in the ditch I, and the landing gear on the I'm still trying ground. to wonder what was the decision making process to make. Well, I thought if I gunned it long enough, I'd get through it. Like a just, hole, but that just, didn't work out. just, just hold it to the floor and pray for the this best. This wasn't right? this wasn't his first discretion. Or, 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 <laughs> so uh, I know he was. I know he was just dreading making that phone call to me. He, you know, he eventually had to. Of course, I already knew about it because you know Chris and and I uh, said, "Go ahead and call the record." Snitch. <laughs> yeah. So he called me and he said. Listen, I'm not going to insult you with an with an excuse. I just effed up, and <laughs> you know how you want to spank your kid, but you you can't laugh while you're doing it. You know, yeah, that's me with Richie. <laughs> I'm just like, well, you know. Um, well, anyway, he's been a lot of fun, and it's it's really been great to see him grow personally, uh, business wise, and financially. I mean, the guy's 25 years old. Okay. Think about it. If you if you could go back to when you were twenty five, oh, son. and start over again, I mean, look, we talk about being, uh, you know, a millionaire in 10, 10, 12 years doing our program. If he's not a gazillionaire, I'm gonna kick his ass, okay? Because <laughs> he's got no excuse. The time value of money from a twenty five year old. We're gonna talk about that tomorrow. He's got. He's listen. All the pressure's on him. So. Richie, thank you, brother. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Thanks for what you do. <clears throat> so let's see. We've got a we've got a good list here. Who we want? Did, to well, did I talk about the cups? Let me oh, let me yeah. say it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, when you get to your place setting, place setting, your place. We're where not having sit. a dinner where you sit. There's going to be a nice blue ribbon cup there. Those were paid for by Richie. So y'all thank him tomorrow for that. Okay, so. All right. How about Niven Williams? Niven Williams. Niven Who's Williams. Come on Niven? down. Who's Niven Williams? Come on, buddy. Niven was our. <laughs> Niven was our very, very, very first truck owner whose truck that we managed. And uh, and you can go back and find the and podcast. boy, did we manage it. <laughs> So, well, y'all's history was I drove Niven's truck when I came to Landstar did. with Blue Ribbon. I uh, just got it out of the shop. We just put a new, we just put, spent $30,000 on that truck, putting a motor in it. And, uh, and uh, Chris had just come on, and that's the truck we put him in. Take it from there, big guy. 
So, yeah. So tell us about your experience meeting Larry um, and how you, you know, you, you guys kind of kindled a relationship. You bought a truck. You had some issues. Larry helped you work through that. And then I became the driver. Do you remember where we met? Now, do you remember all the details? Yes, sir. Okay. Talk yes, about sir. it. All right. Um, so uh, I met Larry at one of the um, truck shows, Mid-American Trucking Shows. What year was that? 2015. Mm -hmm. uh, it was either 2000. Yeah, I think it was 2015 I met him. And um, I've been going to the Mid-American Trucking Show since I was a little kid. And um, I'm a trucker trucker, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want the Peterbilt 379, you his know His dad was a trucker, his granddad was a trucker. Yeah, air horns, you know. So I've got an old 83 cowboy over Peterbilt 362, right? And my original plan was to bring that truck over to Landstar and try to make some money with that, you know. Now, if you guys know anything about a cab over truck, old 1983 Cat 3406, it don't matter if you drive 80 miles an hour or 55 miles an hour, 40,000 pounds or 10,000 pounds, you ain't going to get four and a half miles per gallon, you know. <laughs> and my thinking was, well, I mean, it's a free truck. If the truck is paid off, my dad gave it to me, you know, so that'll kind of offset the cost of fuel. And um, when I met Larry at the truck show, uh, went to the Landstar booth, and I thought he was a recruiter at first. Um, well, I was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he was there recruiting. Side story. I thought there. he was. Just I not thought he was this, is, this is way before the podcast, way before I met this guy. So I did. I went to the truck show to recruit. So I would spend the entire day on Saturday or Sunday, one or the other, or Friday or Saturday, in the Landstar booth because people would show up in the Landstar booth thinking that, oh, I just want to come to Landstar. They didn't realize they had to have a truck. Right. So I'm like, I got a truck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I got two or three of them, as a matter of fact. So I would just hang out just the earshot away. So when these guys come up and talk to recruiters, I go, hey, I have my cards ready and everything. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So um, I met Larry, you know, and um, we got to talking and, and you know, just as I got to talk to him more on the stuff, I was like, okay, like this is a more, this is a business, not about just out there, you know, having fun, which, you know, if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. And I love trucking. I enjoy what I do, you know, so it never feels like work to me. But Larry introduced me to the business side of it, and he really changed my my mindset and um, how I saw the trucking industry and how to actually make money in it. Um, my dad taught me a lot of the technical stuff, but, you know, he actually showed me the business side. And so um, we exchanged information. Um, I was in the military at the time. And um, no, he's been listen. He's been very humble. Dude's a Green Beret. He was a Green Beret instructor. Yeah. OK. You know, first of all, I like if well, I don't do this guy, you'll kick my ass. Okay? I don't, I don't so. go around telling people that because when people hear that you are, you know, retired Green Beret, they want to fight you. They want to see if you know what I'm saying. They want to see what you're about. You know what I mean? There, there is, there is a ring at the event tomorrow. Oh no, sir. No, sir. Oh, I got, I got my hips red and my knees. No, no, sir. No. I'm I got odds on you against whatever wrestling tomorrow. I think, I think Richie would wrestle a alligator. So I think Niven and Richie, I think would be fantastic. I think that's going to be a great. Listen, we could draw more people than that damn Western wrestler. Wrestling people could, couldn't we? Absolutely. Anyway, go ahead. Nibbit. But yeah, so uh, we exchange information. Us, we're drinking, okay? Exchange information. Um, I went to Afghanistan the next year, and uh, we oh, by stayed. By the way, did you, did you ever, were you in Camp Lejeune during '87? I was never in Camp Lejeune. Army, not Marines. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's being distracted <laughs> by the shiny objects Sorry on the wall. Yeah. So, anyways, um, went to Afghanistan the following year. We stayed in contact, and my plan was when I returned, I was going to go ahead and buy a truck and uh, let Larry manage it, and then you know. That's he wanted to get a head start. He yeah. he yeah. knew he was going to be in the, in the military for right. another four or five years. Yep. 
he just re up. He got the big bonus. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he wanted me to get him a head start in his trucking company. So yeah, because my thing was like, okay, even if I don't make any money from it right now, I'm still getting a paycheck from the army, so it's not going to hurt me. I can just put that money to the side, build the capital, How save long it for you maintenance. In 20, 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. Nice yep. paycheck. 20 years in a, in a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Plus, yeah. listen, I, I'm really, really, really pro veteran. Okay. So, I mean, I fell in love with the guy immediately. You know, I just, I wanted to do something to help. You know, I just, anyway, whatever. Yeah, no, no. Hey, please feel free to interrupt me because no, um, you have a sure. lot better talking voice than I do. No, he's got, I don't. He's got that no, voice, right? No, he's, like, he's got that voice, like this real smooth, Hush, mellow man. voice. Yeah, you know, go ahead and tell your story. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, so yeah, uh, we stayed in touch, and uh, eventually I, I bought a Freightliner. It wasn't quite a lunatic. Well, he didn't I was... buy the truck I told him to buy. Right, okay? right, right. Yeah. Let's was, get yeah. that straight. All so right? it was a, it was a 2006 Freightliner Columbia. Uh, the biggest problem with it was that the EGR. Or had been bypassed, right? Deleted. Deleted. Is the word deleted. you want to use. Yeah, it had yeah. been deleted. If it hadn't been for that, you know, probably would have, you know, been a pretty good truck. But you know, <laughs> yeah. If a frog had yeah, wings, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Listen, yeah. I, the, that truck taught me that I will never own a black tractor trailer as long as I live, because that was the hottest some bitch I've ever <laughs> drove in my life. I mean, there wasn't enough air conditioner. You could have called, six air conditioners in that he truck. Called, he said, I, I bought this truck. I said, what? And I said, and you, didn't they give you a choice of fixing the kingpins, or do you had to? It was, it was a king. Had, it was a kingpin, or the um, um, gosh, what is that? <laughs> yeah, two yeah, major no. problems. Yeah, they're gonna fix one of them. Wire harness. That's what it was. Wire harness or the uh, kingpin. What'd you end up doing? The, uh, the wire pins? harness. I think the I did the wire harness. harness. Yeah, did the wire harness. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We um, we put a driver in the truck. Yep. And uh, it's using I don't know. Um, Gallons. 13 gallons of, of, of coolant a week. Okay. So I'm, I'm routing the driver back. At that time, I was still working out of Indianapolis. That was my network. So I was trying to get to the Detroit shop in Indianapolis. We've got the guy routed up there. He, he finally gets up to Indianapolis and he gets there at night. And so he, he parks at the Hardee's. The Hardee's. Where it has that big dip in the, in the parking lot where you yep. get out of the truck, you fall in the water. He parks there and shuts it off. Okay, we're literally 50 yards from the Freightliner dealership. He shuts it off in the hydrolocks that night. So after struggling to get it all the way up, we have to tow it from Hardy's down to the Detroit shop. Right? And anyways, hydrolock. So, it was but yeah, uh, learned a very, 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 very valuable lesson. Uh, finally got a chance to come to Landstar, and uh, here I'm now in the in the right truck. Just got to get the modifications on it, and uh, I'll be on my way. You know. Who's this from? So. How is this for my wife? Yeah. Probably. So when um, so, <laughs> he's gonna pay for that later. So he's he's brave because he's got me standing here, but you know. Yeah, he'll well, kick your ass. Okay. <laughs> no, I won't. No, I won't. So here's the thing. Get her, Evan. Get her <laughs> over there. Blind. We we create this program. It 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 grew to where people could come and get a taste. They could get us a peek behind the curtain. They could understand what's involved in being an operator. And so you got that taste and it went really, really bad, really, really fast. Right. And so you and Larry worked out a deal. He takes the truck, he gets it fixed. He's going to run it. Um, everybody's very hopeful that the truck will still be in one piece. It was not. Um, <laughs> when the deal was over. So, you had an escape hatch, right? Like you, like you had an out, which a lot of people don't get. I mean, Absolutely. you get a hundred hydrolock motor and you're stuck. And so Larry gives you an out. We operate the truck for a couple of years. 
Uh, there was an unfortunate accident. The truck was totaled. Uh, but now, not him, not me. Um, and well I mean, it's well documented too, by the and way. And I mean, totaled. I mean, it oh. was. Destroyed. And it was the fourth. It was the fourth accident at that exact mile marker on that day. <clears throat> so now you've come full circle because I have that experience. You know, coming to Larry after having failed, mm-hmm. and 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 being able to be here where we are today. So now you have a truck. You're 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 coming to Landstar. So, I mean. What's that like? You know, you got that taste. You got that. Um, oh wow! So this is how bad it can go, right? You know. So now here you are. So talk about your experience now, and 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 where you're headed. Uh, um, well, pretty much. I mean, at this point, I'm just uh, applying all the lessons that I learned from Larry, um, and just you know, just him being my mentor over the last few years. You know, I haven't added all of the modifications yet, but I'm working on that. So I got this truck. I got actually pretty lucky. Um, I was driving for a contract at FedEx Ground, and he had a 2007 uh, Freightliner Columbia, and he was going to sell it to me for like five thousand dollars. They needed a, a rebuild on the engine, and uh, he says, "I tell you what, if you stay with me through peak season, which is from October to December, he said I'll give you the truck." Wow! And so, um, and like so, that, yeah. game or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I stayed, you know, and I ended up staying even longer just because of the way you know time and worked out and everything, but um. Got the truck into the shop in 2000, what, and back in January? Yeah. And um, ordered a Detroit kit, and then um, they accidentally sold it to someone else, so I had to, you know, wait longer for that. You know, because getting a Detroit kit these days is super easy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> so I get the Detroit kit, get it in there, and um, having some issues, uh, I think it throws a block. And so, you know, the mechanic rebuilds it, no problem. New ECM, new clutch, just, you know, pretty much going through the whole thing. Rocky, uh, MB alignments. I mean, he took care of me and just went through the whole thing and just replaced all the tie rods and shocks and just, you know, that thing is driving so good right now. It was like a brand new truck. I don't actually know what a brand new truck drives like. but So you I, got I an 07 Columbia for free? For free. That Man, absolutely. That's a sweet deal. Yeah, that's absolutely. hard to beat that. Yeah. You take 12000 bucks for it today? No. Write your check. No, 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 no. <laughs> about 25. I got about 25 into it so far. With the rebuild and everything. So yeah, it's so. worth 50. Yeah. No, he knows what he's got. It's worth 78. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I know what I got. Yeah. I know what I got. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm just going to apply all the lessons that I learned from, um, you know, being mentored by Larry and, um, you know, and uh, drive for success, you know. Create yeah. the dream one mile at a time. Listen, you, know? you give me way too much credit. You're, you're a big part of this, Nevin. You know, you don't, you don't retire from Uncle Sam after 20 years in the Army and not know how to carry your own weight. So, first of all, thank you for that, what you've done. Good luck to you. You know, you're always going to be our, you know, in our family here. So uh, we're here for you. You know that, right? Yep. That means so a lot to me. He's he's officially a BCO now. Yep. You've been through orientation, right? Yes. Yep. Have you hauled any freight yet? Um, yeah, this will be, let's see here. I hauled my first load last delivered this past Monday. All right. And uh, yeah, that was a, that was a How experience. long did it take you to get a trailer? Uh, the same day. Really? Wow. I got lucky. I got lucky. Yep. I got lucky. I got a trailer. I got a <laughs> Listen, oh. you got a golden horseshoe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got. Yeah, I got lucky. Nevin, now, thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. It's Thanks been a pleasure. Here, okay? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. I think the next person to come through the mic should be one William Rocky Rockefeller. Y'all have heard us talk about him. Now you get to meet him in the flesh. The legend. Legend. The legend just stepped away from the mic. <laughs> So, uh, you guys have had a relationship before 
I came along, correct? Or, or well, was that just no, formed? No, okay. no. Well, I've, I've, listen, I'll, I'll explain to you. In October of uh, not last year, of, of year before, um, I um, we have we listen. We have a demand here for people that want to be in the program, and we just didn't have any, as many as enough trucks. Yeah. And I'm and I'm seeing all these BCOs on Facebook. You know, I can't get a driver, can't get a driver, can't get a driver. So all, I, I figured there's a lot of trucks that BCOs have bought that are sitting in the weeds. So I thought, let me just try this. Yeah. So, I, listen, I'm going to go on record. I thought this was a really stupid idea. That's why he doesn't run the business. Okay? <laughs> right, exactly. He runs the fleet. I run the business. Okay. So we define our roles here, but that's what makes us really good. You know, we're like the, what's that thing? The yin and yang. The yin and the yang. Which one are you? I'm the yang. Is that better? Yes. <laughs> Look that up, somebody. Which is better, yin or yang? Okay, I'm gonna pull executive power here on this. So, so I put this. I knew that this would not fly. So, at Friday afternoon at six or six or six thirty in October of twenty twenty twenty. Yep. I put an ad on the in on the, the Landstar of official the Facebook pandemic. Page. The Landstar official. I'm trying to tell a story here. Okay, can you go? Go ahead. I'm gonna turn your mic off. Okay. So. I put in, I send a letter out to BCOs that have second or third trucks. If you're having trouble keeping a driver, I don't have that problem. Okay. I have a waiting list. Yep. So let me have your truck that's growing weeds. Let me put a driver in it for you and we'll work out a deal. We'll split the profit. So guess who shows up? I had four people before the ad got pulled Monday morning, like at seven o'clock because it was yeah. not permitted on this site. So by that time, I had about 10 people who had expressed an interest. We ended up taking four of them. Rocky was one of those four. Yeah. Turned out that I didn't know it at the time, but Rocky's an MD alignment guy. Well, at the time, I had been using Chad. You all know about Chad in Kansas City. I would drive my trucks from wherever the hell we are yep. to Kansas City I did so, that Ch so that Chad would line the trucks up. So Rocky tells me, well, I'm an MD alignment guy. You know, I'm a BCO but I've, do, I've started this MD alignment business, and I'm so busy I can't drive the truck. We, so when he knew that I knew Chad and I knew Mike Beckett, and Mike Beckett and I, you know, we, we had a lot of uh, history at the CMC, we sort of just hit it off. And the, the trust factor was already there. And then he tells me what kind of truck he's got. And I'm like, oh, geez, Rock. <laughs> it's a 2001 classic. But Chris loved to drive it. Listen, oh, he, he called, listen, listen, the truck he, driver loved it. He called me and he's like, well, hey, so this guy's got this 2001 classic. And I'm like, damn straight. <laughs> I'll drive it. Long nose classic, oh, okay? 84 inch. 84 inch sleeper. I think it's a trucker's truck, okay? 100%. And so, of course, at this time, we've already made this connection. And, and I'm like, well, I, you know, <laughs> Rocky will run it, okay? I'm not sure, you know, what we're going to do about it, but my fleet manager will love driving this truck yes he so did. take it away buddy you go from there okay well yeah you guys got the truck and we chris went to guess who brought the truck up from florida <laughs> richie richie, <laughs> richie brought the truck up he never hey, been i have a, I have a never been in a long hood when richie shows up to pick up this truck are you thinking what the hell have i got myself into <laughs> i hope this truck makes it to west virginia and it don't stay in eighth gear because he can't figure out the 13 speed yeah. on the way up there <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah. we probably been, should have rethought that plan. I would have loved to have been in that truck when he got there, wouldn't you? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he had so much stuff. I think if he had to take a nap in his sleeper, it wasn't happening. He <laughs> and was this sleeper's up. got a full-size bed in it, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but, yeah, you guys took the truck over, and we got her going. We had some issues with the engine. Well, differential first. It was just using about and, four gallons of oil. Day, yeah, about you know? four gallons of oil a week. <laughs> and uh, we got her back to Jacksonville. He, junior listen, we brag about our guys about kind of fuel mileage he and I get because we can get in any truck we own. And we can get eight, seven, eight miles a gallon. Our guys get five or six. So he gets in his truck. He's doing five and a half miles per gallon. Of course, yeah. he thinks he's in like, you know, he's back in the day when he's running California with two log books and stuff. And, 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 and like, dude, 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 you know? So, but I'm like, okay, he works hard. He's a good guy. This is his, this is his. I want to remind you that what there was a point where my fuel bill was X. And Seth got in it, drove it for a week, and the fuel bill went up by like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now, now we got the motor apart and figured out it wasn't totally my fault. Now right. it was. It was you, little you, head gasket you, issues. No, it yeah. was. Yeah. Well, the rockers were broke. It was in bed. Anyway, he could not resist to drive the truck like a trucker. Okay, it's a trucker's truck. He's a twenty-five year trucker. What What yeah. do you do? It's like sending a kid to like um, I don't know, Disneyland or whatever. I've seen it at a toy store. Yeah. Well, you know, we've had, I mean, it's been a rocky, pardon the pun, uh, deal. You know, we had, we lost a motor. It was totaled. Yeah. You know, um, uh, you know, we, we had issues, but we have, we have figured out how now we've got William, the super fuel mileage guy in it. Y'all going to meet William tomorrow. He's going to talk a little bit about tomorrow. You're going to meet him, but yeah, he's the got guy, he's, he's got his 7.3 miles per gallon. Yeah. Okay. Super trucker here couldn't even get it to six. So, um, well, tell us, tell us a little bit. I want to know about um, how you got involved with MD Alignment, um, how you got that business started. Because it, it, it's my understanding, let me know if this is correct, that was MD Alignment kind of a hobby that turned into a business? Or, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about that. And, uh, you know, I met Mike Beckett years and years ago and at the truck shows at Dallas and Louisville and everything and had followed him for years and uh, even on Kevin's show. And I said, one day we got nobody around town that can align a damn wheelbarrow. So one day I'm just going to start here in Jacksonville. And at least if I, if I can align a unicycle, I'll be able to figure out the truck, right? Yeah. But, you know, I always worked on my stuff and did what I needed to do with mine because you couldn't find a shop to get to that would leave with good results. So I, I, one day I said, I'm on the road and I said, we got grandkids at the house. I want to be around. I'm parking the damn truck. I don't care if it sits there and rots. One day I'll cut the rear axle off and haul my fifth wheel around with it. Uh, I'm going to do this. And if it doesn't work, then I'll uh, find something else to do. I was just ready to be home with kids and the grandkids and be more involved with my sons with their sports and, when you saw the ad, did you did you know me at that time, or did you just I, see the ad? I saw the ad, but I knew who you were from being at Landstar as a BCO. Okay, and knew you you know did the mentoring program, and that's how I got into trucking. In you know ninety four and ninety five, I had a guy took me and uh, with the car carriers and took me under his wing and taught me from day one uh, what to do, how to run the business, and man, I hold cars for twenty five some years and. Uh, a bunch of trucks and dealt with drivers and all that stuff. And we, we, we talked about that last night until about midnight, didn't we? Yeah. 
you know, and, and the program that you do is how I got into trucking and uh, did what I did all the years. Well, we brought the truck on. We put Chris in. It's sort of a perk for him because, you know, he enjoyed driving it. And I loved every And then he comes off the road. So now we've got to put a driver in it. So at this point in time, we've already started our platform division. So I thought, well, no better truck to have on a platform division than that damn thing. Had plenty of room behind but, the cab. So we took it down. And Phil took it. We put it a headache rack on it. And we put our first platform driver in it. Right? Yep. And then he figured out that these two flashing stop signs didn't apply to him. <laughs> right. right. They, they, they might have kept going. Two. Or keep going. Flashing stop signs. Two of them. Didn't apply. He didn't hit the brake till after he knocked out T-Bone the truck. So that yep. totaled the truck. Totaled his truck. Yep. yep. Totaled so the truck. we look at the estimate, and, of course, it happened like in November. The, the guy wrote the Week estimate like – But by the time he wrote the estimate, it was snow on the ground, and he was too fat and lazy to get under it and actually look at it. <laughs> right. So he allowed like $15,000 worth of hidden damage that didn't exist. So we bought the we you got a check for how much? Thirty grand? Yeah, thirty grand. And then we bought the truck back for ten. Ten. Well, we still got to paint it, but we yeah. re, we rebuilt it. It's back on the road again. Another driver in it. He's twenty grand of the good. We're back got another driver back in it. Yeah. In life, yep. good business, yep. man. Got a business. little bit of that engine money back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? We we overhauled the motor, and now yeah. we get paid for that. So yep. it's all worked out good. Now we got William, man. He's getting seven miles a gallon. So life is good, man. And hopefully it's still riding like it's on rails for him. I can't even get him to take money. He did everything he makes, he just leaves it with me as a maintenance fund. So I mean, geez, I don't uh, so know. so Jen Rockefeller's watching this show right now. She said she can testify he was worried about it getting here with Richie driving it. Now, <laughs> now this now the truck has a white hood on it right now. Okay. Now I met his wife in Louisville at our at our, uh, at our company dinner. She's in giving her input. And she told me, she said, because I'm like, man, what that truck's running down the road, the white hood. She goes, you cannot paint that hood anything but pink right. with flames. I said, you're the boss. That's what's going to happen. So we're going to paint the hood white with flames. But it's right? not coming out of her maintenance account. It's coming out of mine. I don't oh, care. I, well. I, 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 that's between you and her. You can take that up with her, okay? Yeah. I gave her my word. I was drinking with her that night. We pinky right. pledged. I said pink with a, with flames is how it's going to be. But what well, color are the flames going to be? Purple. Oh. Well, we're going to talk to a guy here in shortly. Uh, we'll, we'll bring him up next that, you know, has been to a bunch of shops and a bunch of problems and trying to find a demon of a vibration. And guess who found it? Guess who fixed it? One today. William Rockefeller. We didn't fix it today because we, we didn't fix it. Well, you, 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 yeah, we found it. Lot, but we found it. We definitely found it, did we? No question about no it. No question about it. And it's been to well, we'll let him tell the story. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Rocky, thank you, buddy. Yep, thank Appreciate you, guys. You. Pleasure M to be North, here. North Florida MD alignment. If you didn't show up this weekend, you missed a hell of a chance to come here and have your truck aligned right here without having to drive right to Florida. Yep, and so, you can find us at NorthFloridaMDAlignment.com and on go. Facebook. Thank you, guys. You're welcome, Rocky. Thank you. So let, <clears throat> let let's bring up. Let's bring up Ronnie Warren. And let's Ronnie talk, Warren let's talk about is that. one of our attendees this weekend. Ronnie, come up and tell us your deal, okay? So um, I think Ronnie only came to this because he knew Rocky would be here. Yeah, I don't think I think he for came us. for Rocky, not for us, you know. So, hey, Ronnie, welcome. Glad you're here. Nice to be here. So uh, where's our microphone? There he is. See? That's right. why we keep Seth around. Assistant, Seth is, Seth assistant fuel, uh, fleet manager and microphone fixer. 
among so, other so things. Ronnie, you you've been to a lot of shops. You've been trying to chase this issue with a uh, and out. So we had gone to deal some other stuff, and we pull up to Valley Park, and he goes, "Well, oh, we found it." So um, and listen, it's so frustrating to have a truck and 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 to try to find these issues, and you stumble on a Rocky or you stumble on a Carl, and go, "Well, right there it is." You know, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yeah, your issue and, that, and, how, okay? and how that's gone for you? Tell us all the frustrations you've had with this with this truck. Well, I've been to multiple shops. Uh, they've looked at many things. They've had it up on jack stands, and they've been chasing. Uh, I even talked to Mike back at, on the phone, and he's told me four or five things to try, and, and nobody can find anything that could tell me what was the problem and i guess we were out there hour most of that bsing <laughs> well listen we spent we analyzed that truck for about four hours last night this bar did we not huh did we already have it you know we didn't know what it was but we had a plan of attack didn't we i personally came up with the dumbest idea of them all but you know Imagine that. I was going to try. You know, I was, I, was, I was thinking outside the box. What, what was your idea? Disconnect the drive line and put it in high gear and let it run and see if it was the transmission. So you had already told me that if you put the clutch in, it didn't change anything, right? No. So we knew it wasn't engine related. Yeah. And I just had a, a seal replaced. I don't know. And you didn't have any tire wear, right? Well, you had, it, low, you low. had low, pressure, low air pressure right front steer. Right. But, okay, go ahead. You go ahead and finish your story. But I, I, it was in the shop, I don't know, about a couple of months ago because I had a seal during the pre-trip. I seen oil everywhere, and they had the – I was asking Rocky, should they have found it then? And he said, uh, yeah, they should have found it. So it's just – I don't know why anybody takes their, their trucks to anywhere but MD alignment. So I give it to Rocky to find it as quick as he found it. So let's – so oh. Oh. Uh-oh. So our photographer has just taken my poor computer offline. So the audio is going to suck here for a second. Do we have this coming back? Yeah. We'll just have to wait a minute. So tell us what we need to wait. Well, while we're waiting, we're while we're waiting, Marilyn, would you put in a drink order for me, please? Let's don't waste this precious time, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so while we're waiting, can't, well, we can't – are they hearing us now? Uh what do we do? I'm not sure. Yeah. We're at the Wyndham. Yeah, we're back online. We're at the Wyndham, a Wingate in Hurricane, West Virginia. This is the official hotel of the Blue Ribbon Logistical. So we do all of our orientations here. They treat us like royalty here. I cannot stress enough how much we appreciate our partnership here with the people at Wingate. They are sponsoring our entire room and all the things that go with it to, for this weekend up with the thing. So you guys support this this hotel and uh, to let them know how much you appreciate what they've done for us, okay? So um, we uh, – and then we got – we're going we're, we're gonna to introduce him in a little bit. So I'll, I'll save on that. So but are we back? Yeah. Yeah, we're good. All hey, right. there we go. We're in business now. Nothing like having a photographer turn the lights back on, right? So. <laughs> all right. So tell us what they found. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 ooh. sorry, that was me. That wasn't Frank's fault that time. <laughs> Cut him off. 
No more drinks. <laughs> I was trying to help. Go ahead, Ronnie. Anyway, uh, he found the kingpins uh, that's already been replaced. I don't know. How long ago? About three years ago. Maybe three and a half. So that's just one of them, right? The right side? The right side was the worst. Uh, left oh, both side. of them need to So the, the kingpins in it, were, the, were, what, were they uh, the uh, press-in type or what? How were they replaced? We don't know. Okay. Okay. So, I just, so the kingpins were causing his vibration the whole time. And how many different? How many different? Driver, which is the one that also showed the wear, the tire wear, unusual tire wear. Yeah, passenger side. And which? But where was the where was the the bearing? Driver side. Okay. So how many alignment shops have looked at that truck? Uh. They was, uh, I think Chad did it uh, about two years ago or so. So it was probably shortly somewhere in that area. It probably started after that. Uh, and the kingpins was probably in the three year range. But uh, after the problem started, I don't know, at least 10 different people, mechanics, really? have looked at it. Yes. And you scratched their head. Yes. They have no idea. What's the life? What's the life expectancy on a set of kingpins? Life expectancy of kingpins, if you're properly greasing the truck, not at your engine oil change intervals, but about every ten thousand miles, you can get one point eight million miles out of them. I know that because I have a two thousand one classic with the original kingpin still in it. Yeah. So tell us how to properly lubricate kingpins, Rocky. Uh, don't have to jack it up every time, but if you'll occasionally every three or fourth time, third or fourth, jack it up the front end, turn the wheel to the left, grease the top and bottom till you got grease coming out of both sides, turn it to the right, grease the kingpin top and bottom till you got more grease coming out, put it to center, grease them again, top and bottom, then let it down and go down the road. So if you have a mechanic... Well, I don't even want to use that word. <laughs> if you have someone with their name on the front of their shirt and it tells them where they work so they know how to get there, yeah. how do you convince them to do what you just said? Uh, you have to argue with them most of the time. <laughs> and you have to tell them, I'm paying there. you to do this. I want it done this way. Oh, so you're the one in charge. I'm in you're charge. You're the one I'm writing the check. You. So that's, if, that's if you a, don't want my money, I'll see you later. And for you Landstar guys, 120 days is a real good time to do this extra service on your kingpins. Yes. It's a great, great opportunity. So these kingpins that have that, uh, that grease channel through them, that's a, that's a superior product as far as getting grease down into those yes, kingpins. they hold about 300% more grease. The Stemco Kaisers with the stainless spiral. Has, has it been Stemco? Was it used to be just Kaiser and yeah. Stemco bought it? Yes, okay. I, I believe okay. it was okay. back right. in the day. Yeah. Ronnie, you got anything else you want to add? No, I, other than so Dem now be honest with me. Don't don't bullshit me now. Did you come here to get your truck aligned? You come here to hear our program. <laughs> Put him on the spot. Both. Both. Right. I want to meet the legend tomorrow too. The legend. Carl, Dr. Yes. Cutter. Yes. Thanks for being here, Thank buddy. You. Okay. Appreciate it, Ronnie. Appreciate you. All right. Who you got on that list next? You want? Let's bring you up real quick. All right. Uh, what we're going to introduce the guy, but Nick, when you come, bring me a drink, would you? So uh, the, I told you this uh, hotel takes excellent care of us. So I want to introduce to you the official bartender of the Lunatics, and he even says over there, 
Reset Your Mindset live event, the Blue Ribbon Bar featuring Nick, the official lunatic bartender. Nick, come on over and talk to us, brother. You're okay? going to have to wrestle him over here. I mean, he's busy taking care of customers. There he comes. There's the man. This is my guy right here. What's up, buddy? How you doing, my man? Hey. Get close to that mic right there. All right. Now, listen, we got the stories about Larry behind the bar. At, no, 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 we, no, no. We no, need no, to no, keep no. those out. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no. So, it ain't about me. Okay? It's about Nick, right? So, <laughs> so Nick, uh, without getting into too much personal information, the bartender thinks a part-time thing for you. Part-time thing, yes. You're, you're, you guys are going to love this, okay? What's your <laughs> official job? I work for the Department of Transportation. <laughs> But not in enforcement. <laughs> yeah, I work. I work in uh, human resources, so it's that's nothing. Nothing that you guys are gonna hate. <laughs> we give him shit for that every time we get up here. So, but Nick, you you had a reason to take this part time job. Yeah, you mind talking about it? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Come on. Uh, basically, uh, my daughter needed braces, and so I was like. I got to get another job. So just like any other, any parent with, with kids, you're just like, you know what? I do what I need to do for my kids. So did the whole uh, bartending thing to pay for some braces. And I've been here for almost a year. So he starts out, of course, he bartend for his friends because you know how you're, you, you kind of become the designated bartender at parties. Yeah. Am I speaking? Am I right? About yeah, that? yeah, basically. Now, you're also a musician, right? Yes. Talk about that. What do you play? I, I mean, I, I play pretty much anything, but as far as in the, in the band that, that I used to play in, in the bands that I did play in, I was a lead singer for a rock band. Play guitar. Classic rock? Yeah, not classic. Not classic More, more pop punk, uh, regular gotcha. rock, you know, stuff like that. All right, stuff Larry's never heard of. So I'm I'm a I'm a drummer in a former life. So we connected on that level. We yeah. like to talk music and yeah, we talked a lot of music. For sure. And uh, I and think y'all mainly connected on bourbon. Well, we I, I stepped his game up here. Okay, so hey, he did he did he stepped up the game with the with the bourbon for sure. So we have a shelf there now that's our shelf. Okay, well, it's actually my shelf, isn't it? <laughs> you allow him? Last the last night, some guy hit that pretty hard. He did hit did that pretty that? hard. Like, he hit that Blanton last night. Yeah, he was all about that. Tell Blanton us what a shot of Blanton costs here. Forty dollars for a shot. So, uh, all right. So you got your dog. So we found out about this, okay? And of course, you know me. I mean, first of all, we connected, and now I'm like Nick, we're going to make this happen for you. And so we started coming here, what, about a year ago, I guess, when we started. Around, around the time station. that I got here, yeah. So we always make sure that we take really good care of Nick. And by the way, you guys, please help me out here tonight, okay? So did we have the did we have the braces yet? I mean, is it, is this we're, we're not there yet, but uh, it's. Oh, so it, we, need, we need more? It, we need more tonight? It's going it's to be. <laughs> so. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we, need, we, on, we need more. Are we on for a 50-50 sure. cut tonight, you and I, Nick? I, mean, I can I can impress. I have influence here. I, I we, we, be, can, we can talk shop I off camera. I should be 70, 30. <laughs> 70, Nick. 30, me? Yeah, 30. Even Lance are 65, 35. Come on. Right I mean, y'all are hearing this, right? We're talking about braces. He's like, am I going to get a cut of this uh, braces money over here? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, Nick, you're always here when we're here. So, yeah. what, what do you think about – you've met all of my guys. Now, oh. don't blow smoke. Just tell me what you think about – the, the, the quality of people that you see here that we bring on. Here. Everybody that's come here has been amazing. Uh, most of the faces I see in this room right now, I, I know half of these people here. Well, you know what they drink. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've had a lot of conversations, and everybody here is, is amazing. So, I mean, I have nothing bad to say. At all. How do we how do we rank them uh, like compared to the show choir moms? Like, do, do, do we know how to party compared to them? Or I mean, you guys party down, but the show choir moms, man, they <laughs> – we, they we get it. They Listen, get it. I'm telling you, we don't. Yeah. We ain't touching that. This place was wild when the show choir mom showed up. So, 
Yeah. Well, Nick, thank you. I need a drink, by the way. But thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Best bartender in West Virginia, Nick Stamper. We love Nick, man. He's he's just you know. So uh, we Nick and I have like a date. Are we still going on the Bourbon Trail, Nick, in October? Did we? Don't we have dates in October? You're in my calendar. Am I not in yours? So we're going to, Nick's coming up to Kentucky. We're going to do the bourbon trail in October. So, um, how about uh, Christian? Christian, yeah. the Colombian Bohorquez. comet. Bohorquez. Am I doing that right? Come on Bohorquez? now. Bohorquez. 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 You got to get that. You got to get that hard just right. What's up, man? So listen, I, I, I absolutely love this guy's story, even though he's a, a bold-faced liar. Because he he pre he presents himself for op for employment here, and we find out he's never pulled a van. Well, we find that out like well, we six months later. We defended just like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't long ago. He's like, well, I never pulled. I've never van been pulled a van before. Yeah. before. <laughs> a little information he left out. You know, he wants to be in our platform program, so we're getting him lined up for that. And we find out he's never pulled a van until he's been here. Yeah. So we call call down to Lancer. He's already got a, an SD rating without even going to the yeah. class. So. Anyway. So, so take me back because I was shocked to find out if I'm understanding this right, that you started driving a truck because of the American truck driver podcast. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. I was, um, pulling a, I was just driving a, a box truck with no, uh, airlines. So, um, I was able to do it with no CDL and back in 05 or 06, I think I heard your voice for the first time in a podcast. Uh, so yeah, I, I was not even a CDL holder back then. I was not your demographic. Now, Christian lives in West Virginia now, I'm, but I'm, I'm sure y'all can tell he's not native to West Virginia. Um, <laughs> yeah. he, what, any gave you away? Any, any, a Yankee or something? Or yeah. Uh, well, he's, he's from, kind of you know, the Southern end of the, of things. So, so you, you, you hear this podcast and, and. So when you start driving, are you thinking, okay, I'm going to go to owner operator or you just see trucking as an opportunity? Like, are you thinking all the way through at that point? Yeah, well, I, I definitely saw an opportunity there because I, uh, I started in the other side of the industry. I started working in warehousing, uh, manufacturing. I moved my way out to, to machinery and then I was uh, doing the pallets and then I moved up to uh working the forklift and loading the trucks and at that point i started talking with the with the with the guys i, I remember a guy from uh pit ohio that always was there uh twice a week and uh, we started chatting and it was about that time then then i was um i i i found a job um hauling just just local in new york city you know uh, bronx and um, Brooklyn, Queens, and that'll prepare you. Yeah, and uh, w w one time I, I I got my wife. Uh, well, we were dating back then, and I and I took her to to a ride with me one time. And I believe back then you had maybe two or three podcasts. So I that was all I heard all day long. Um, but the afternoon, the same two or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but 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 the afternoon was it him or was it a bus? But just him? Just him at the time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and in the afternoon, my wife very politely said to me, can we, can we listen to can something we... else? 
So yeah, that was that was the time, and um, I use I, I used the first ever uh, tax return as a as a married couple to pay for my CDL school. I was doing my deliveries at the day, and I was going to school at night. That's awesome. During six months. So I remember interviewing him. Okay. Yeah. And he wasn't ready because they were going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. He's like, I need to wait. I think it was like October, wasn't it? Yeah, when he came something on? like that. Yeah, we talked to him like, I don't know, a few months earlier. And he's like, well, I, I really want to do this, but it's not the right time. So we like, wait. Mm-hmm. Now, Leon met Richie, right? Now, first of all. Oh, yeah. Richie so been good. up here? Okay. Richie, where are you from, Richie? Richie's still in here. He, he might be he's still away. Well, I'll, I'll, well, Richie's from Tampa. He's from Tampa, Florida. Okay. <laughs> Tampa. Now he's from Tampa, okay? So we're we had hired Richie and Christian at the exact same time. We only do an orientation back then, probably every two months or so. Yeah. So we try to be efficient and do them together. So I'm talking to Chris and like we've hired Richie, we've hired Christian, and we're and we're setting up for the orientation. I'm like, you know, Chris, I really, really hope. Yeah, that. we were both like because Christian's nervous. from Columbia, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what happens if there's like a language barrier and Christian doesn't understand this? So, problem is we had misdirected concern. Okay, he heard everything. We he understood. We understood everything he said. Richie, on the other hand, had to say everything about three times before we could understand oh what God. the hell he was talking about. What did you say? You know, could say that again, Richie. Yeah. And we look at him and go, "Say that again, Richie." You know. Yeah, it was it was fascinating, and I I love Latin culture and Latin music. So when he comes in, you know, I'm you don't know I'm thinking about you know, which I mean, I can't imagine leaving your home and 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 going through all of that hell you've got to go through becoming. And you are you a citizen? That happened what six months ago? Yep, right before the the uh, the Louisville truck show. Yeah, so he's a, a a full on U.S. citizen. He went through all of that. Um, and now you're here, you're on this program, you're getting ready to go to platform. Uh, so, but we, we absolutely love having you here. Back um, to platform. So, so Kristen has just moved to West Virginia and I asked him, you know, so what do you think? Like you're here. And he's like, well, we've had pepperoni rolls. And I'm like, well, hell, uh, you're official, you know? <laughs> so let's talk about that move. Okay. Christian. Yep. So tell everybody why you moved from Delaware, Delaware to West by God, Virginia. Uh, well, how you guys uh, said it, you know, I'm, I'm from Colombia. So one, once I'm here, it's, it's, not, it's not difficult to me to move to one state to, an, to the next one, you know. So, yeah, we, um, my, my wife is from Jersey. We were uh, living there for a little bit. And uh, uh, then we just, we just moved to, to Delaware a little bit. And we really liked it there. But, no, uh, your wife's from there, right? She's from Jersey, yeah. Jersey, okay. Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, yeah, no, no, we're here. We, we we made the move, you know, right before uh, our kids start school. So we thought that we we're gonna do the move. Uh, now is the time, you know, before they start school and having friends and all the stuff. So that went pretty smoothly, you know, an eight-hour ride, no bad. Tell us about the week you spent with Carl. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You tell lived. Us, you tell lived us in about Carl's, the landscaping job you did. Just make sure you're to make sure you lived in Carl's driveway for a week, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. So his uh, truck. He was driving one of our trucks, and it was down for some repairs. So, you know, the thing about Christian, and, and this beautiful thing about him, is he wants to learn. He is a sponge. He's not going to put the truck in the shop and go sit in the sleeper or go to get in the restaurant. He's going to be over your shoulder asking you what to do. So he's taking his truck to Carl. He literally lives in Carl's front yard for a week. And he wants to be handy 
So he starts doing Carl's landscaping for him, okay? So, <laughs> yeah, that was Friday. I mean, we work all, all, all week long until Friday where he go to, to do his procedure that he does Friday. Yeah. So I just said, you know, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just going to do a little bit of that. So, uh, yeah, they were pretty nice to me. And Nikki made some spaghetti for me. And, and, and Carl said, wait, he said that he's Colombian, no Italian. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you do? You make your coffee? What do you do? Now, listen, you, you talked about having your wife in the in the truck for the podcast. Yeah. And you tells me that him and Nikki had to go to Columbus on this emergency trip to get a radiator. And he's like, you don't listen to anything on the radio. She's like, I don't care. Listen to whatever you want to. So he turns on the Blue Ribbon podcast. <laughs> and she's got to listen to that for all the way up to Columbus and back. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't imagine because I, I just can't see, you know, Nikki is a Blue Ribbon podcast fan. Yeah. Uh, but hey, listen, man, thanks for repping, you know, Blue yeah. Ribbon. You were taking yeah, care yeah, of, of course. But, what else you want to talk about? I Eddie? just, I just lost a van and in the last event in, uh, in, 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 in the casino in Kentucky. Yeah. I was talking with, uh, with Richie and I was just reminding him. Casino How? in Kentucky means Louisville Truck Show. Let's get that straight. There, away. You, go. So there you go. <laughs> we stay over at the Caesars in Indiana, and we do our, our, our co annual company dinner at Caesars every year during the Louisville Truck Show. So go yeah. ahead. Yeah. And I was just telling him, remember in the, uh, how we met these guys and how was the orientation? You know, we were in, in, in a dark room with no windows, and now we're here in the Caesar Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that room with the dark true. that room with dark windows was a church, by the way. We, when we first started, when we first started doing orientations here, first of all, we stayed at the Red Roof Inn, the Red Roach Inn, okay? Yeah. And because uh, it's right across the street from the TA, and I thought it would be very convenient for people to park their trucks and, and come cheap. over here and stay. And it was cheap. So, uh, and I'm cheap so. for a reason. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, we we uh, we thought we could get in the meth business easier there than here. So. Um, <laughs> So, uh, where am I going with this? I've lost my complete train of thought. Uh, well, we oh, were so the building, the dark building. So, we had the, the Red Roof Inn does not have the conference training room that we have here, mind you. Okay, they have well, let's I roped see. Pastor Jamie Wright into letting us use his church for our orientation. When it wasn't a church, it was the activity building. Let's get that straight because it's on, it's on the property, but it wasn't the church. Well, I mean. Because tomato, tomato. Sometimes my language is a little too colorful to be actually in a church doing what we do. So we're in the activity building to be specific, and there ain't a window in it. Okay, not a window in it. So and that's what. And when when they were here, we used some little with some little classroom yeah. back there, and the carpet was all wrinkled up. And you remember all that? Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. So anyway, Jesus, Jesus didn't have anything to do with it. I <laughs> promise you. That's true. This train's dangerously off the rails. We're getting, yeah, absolutely. Well, so, I can say this. Christian is an inspiration. Um, I love the stories that he tells from coming from Columbia and how he got to the United States and how he has absolutely worked his ass off to get where he is, and he's an absolute pleasure to have in this program. And I'm glad to call him not, an, not only an associate but a friend. Uh, so, Christian, it's a pleasure to have you in this program, and we love having you here. You got citizenship too, so thank you. Thank you, thank you, Thank you, Let me have a question. I, I, I'm observing something here. Does your wife ever listen to the podcast while we're doing it live? Uh, well, yeah. My yeah. wife has never, ever, ever experienced this podcast. She's over there. Her eyes are this big around. Okay. I'd she sent me a note while that, ago. I'd so. say that that's. 
I should probably send her to the room, shouldn't I? No. I wouldn't try to tell her what to do if I was you. My wife is a, is a professional educator, adjunct professor, 35 years in the classroom. She's probably like just freaking out right now about what we do here. So anyway. We got two names left on the list. Which one I we want? See one. Let's, let's do, let's this do one? that one next. Yeah. Zeke we and Vanessa we're Goodwin. Do, we're going to do a couple? Come on down. Zeke Y'all are the next Vanessa. contestants on the Blue Ribbon Podcast. This is fun. Y'all, come on. This, they, didn't, they didn't know they were going to do this, did they? Yeah. They well, didn't. listen. Did you I, give them a heads up? Uh, I, well, I just did. Um, I think – I personally think seven seconds worth of warning is, is, is as adequate. So and listen, he, I and Zeke's I, his best friend, by the way. That's how he treats his best friend. Right. Okay. Well, listen, I, I I was not fortunate to have a bro, a, a, a brother by blood, uh, but this man is the is the closest thing that you can have to it. Um, so Zeke and I met uh, through Facebook in 2013. Yeah, I believe yeah, early 2013. Yeah, Zeke sends me a message. We start talking, and pretty much have talked almost every day since. Uh, Zeke and Vanessa got married in January of 2020. Impeccable timing. Um, and so Zeke made some money in crypto. Uh, that's, uh, it's an episode on the podcast, uh, where he and Larry talked about that. And so he is now a truck owner, he and Vanessa. Um, so Zeke, why don't you, I mean, you, you, you are a driver, you haul fuel every day. Uh, why don't you just give us a little three or five minute recap of kind of how you got here? Um, and, 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 and how, what your role is now with blue ribbon as a truck owner. Yeah, no, I've been, uh, just following the footsteps of, of guys that have gone before me. Um, I was running uh, over the road and found your old channel on Facebook and, um, well, I, I started making steps towards being, uh, an owner. I went and leased a truck. It worked okay. Went at least another one. That was not so good. At least a third mm-hmm. one. You know, uh, racked up a lot of bills, but uh, just kept at it. And kept learning and uh, kept talking about it. You know, fast forward to uh, 2020. I got very fortunate. Was able to invest in some crypto. Uh, some of that paid off, and I, I bought a truck. There's days that I wish I'd kept the crypto, and there's days I'm glad I <laughs> bought the truck. It's just Tell one of those things. Truck you bought. bought an 07 uh, Century for $5,500. $5,500, okay? The dirtiest one he could find. The dirtiest one? Is that the what you said? The dirtiest one. $5,500. Now, it wasn't drivable at the time. It had some transmission problems. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it sure did. 30, what did. What did Carl say? Pay the man. Let's go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-five thousand dollars later, we put it on the road, and uh, it's it's been kind of a lifesaver. I can't get into it, but I've had a lot of hectic issues go on right in, in this last six months, and that truck has been a lifesaver for us. So let's get Vanessa a little closer to the mic, because so I've known Vanessa since 2015, and I'll take full credit for their marriage. Um, Thank you. Yeah, my wife and I will, you know, you're welcome. He had nothing um, to do with it, right? Right, Chris, right. You married him because of Chris? We met because of Chris. There yes. you go. Yeah. I, I'm glad you Chris met taunted him. me a little bit. Taunted you? Yeah. yeah. I think he figured me out. Yeah. He taunted me a little bit. I want to hear about that later tonight. <laughs> okay. 
So, well, from the spouse's perspective, you know, we've we've heard, you know, Mary Lou has lived it, Karen has lived it, Rocky's wife has lived it, Mandy has lived it. You're now on, you know, you're the spouse, you're the 50% of this team that owns this truck. What has this experience been like for you? Well, I will say that I've only had to deal with Zeke being over the road for yeah. six months during 2020, 2021. Um, so, and even with that, he was home every weekend. So I don't really think I've experienced it quite like these ladies have. Yeah. He's home every day. I mean, the longest day he works is 13, 14 hours. So um, it's difficult. I think, I think every family tries to um, fill in the gap where they can for us. We, we keep him on the phone a lot. <laughs> Cause we, we know he can stay on the phone. So there's, we've together, we have four kids and um, we just try to make sure he's present, even if it's just on the phone. So it is difficult. Um, but for us, we are trying to build a life that serves us. And for us, uh, that puts most of the value on his time being home. And after 10 years in the business, we would consider him, you know, to be an expert in his field. And we want to build on that foundation. Um, and with, with blue ribbon, in Landstar, we're pretty sure that we can build a successful fleet of lunatic drivers and lunatic trucks. Outstanding. So w when, well, I remember you came up to the house one time and, and I got up on the whiteboard and, uh, and, and I tried to, tried to make these, because we, we've got our own vocabulary in trucking. You know, we, we use all of these terms that most normal people don't. And I tried to lay it out for you. Um, so once, once you kind of understood where, that that five truck opportunity was 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 it easy for you to come alongside and say yeah this is this is a risk that I'm willing to uh, to engage with you know to start a a, a trucking business kind of on the side yeah for sure uh, well I mean we also have to factor in that we he had already talked me into some crypto action at the same time and we even um, had a little bit of fun receiving stimulus money and putting it in crypto to see what would happen. And that's that ended up, you know, yeah, um, helping us <laughs> indeed. Um, so I think for me, I, in the beginning, I was willing to risk something to see what we could do. Um, so when it came to crypto or the trucking business, I think I was willing. Um, but when you look at it with with the math, um, remember that day, we did a lot of math on that whiteboard and the math adds up. And this is really um, the kind of asset you want to have. Y'all don't forget about the BSE 9000. I'll get it out. <laughs> I, I'm a numbers person. The math, the math worked for me. So um, I think having, having that on the side has really, um, really benefited us. So <clears throat> buying a truck, putting it on with blue ribbon, us paying a driver and your drivers make good money in your truck, right? Yeah, I, I get to see the settlements every week. The driver <clears throat> makes great money. We make good money and we don't really have to do much. So the win, takes care win, of win worked for you. Mm -hmm. Driver made good money. We made a little money. You made a little money. Worth your while. Yep, still working. And you're willing to do it again. Going to do it. Definitely going to do yeah. it again. <clears throat> Outstanding. Love it. Well, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to have y'all. Uh, as part of this program, let's, let's plug his crypto, okay? Oh, yeah. Goodwin <laughs> crypto.com. Goodwin crypto.com. Yeah. If you have any, of course, you know, look, crypto stock market, everything is on sale right now. You got to look at it the right way. Now's the time to buy. Yeah. Okay. Not run. So if you have any interest at all in crypto, 
Zeke is your, he does all the research. He's my guy. Okay. When he tells me to do something, I just go do it. So, um, you know, you can't really get too excited right now because the numbers are not there, but understand something. Uh, what's, what's crypto? How much is Bitcoin? Where, where is that from where it started? What, what if you had bought when you, Oh, it's like 8,000% or something. I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's a long-term game, that's for sure. It's, yeah. it's not something you get into to get rich quick. So, Zeke, thank you. Vanessa, thanks, thanks for being guys. here. Thanks, guys. Okay, we appreciate you, okay? All right, so we got, I think we got one more. Is, it, one is Ish Delgado in the house? Where's Ish Delgado? There he is. He was hiding. He was hiding over there behind the pillar where I couldn't see him. Hey, where'd you come from? He coming that way? Well, no, he was hiding over there. Really? What's up, my man? Uh, so Ish, uh, so I had a I had a whole episode with John, uh, and told his story. So, um, Ish, uh, listen, we talk a lot with with interviewees uh, and people about how you got to be willing to hustle if you're going to make it. And I and I've made this point so many times. That if in if someone was starting a business in any other field, any other industry, there would be a fundamental understanding that I'm going to have to work really, really hard for a short period of time to make sure this business survives, but except, not in trucking. Except this business. Except in this business, Especially we're like, hey, I'm a company driver. I don't know jack I'm shit about running Star. a business. I'm going to haul 1.7 loads a week. I'm going to haul one load a week. Yeah. And I'm going to work two days. Ish Delgado is a is an absolute machine. So. I want you to take me back to Prime, and did you get your license through Prime? I did. Okay, so you got your license through Prime. You did some team stuff, mm -hmm. and then is it accurate that you worked basically 365 days? I did. Y'all stop. 365 days straight. So, you know, the one thing about leasing a truck is if you're willing to work like an animal, you can probably make a little bit of money. You know, not what you can make with Blue Ribbon, not what you can make with Landstar. But you made enough money to go pay cash for a truck. Mm -hmm. Now, probably not the truck that we would have had you buy, but you bought one. So That's tell right. us about your truck. Got a 07 Peterbilt 387. So at least it's aerodynamic. It don't have a square hood. It's and a, it's just EGR. Cummins ISX. So I remember when you, you came out of orient like you found us right you were headed to orientation, right? Yeah. Okay. How did you find us? Go go through that. So I picked Landstar and I started looking around and out of nowhere I was on YouTube looking for information and you guys popped up. So after the first episode, I was just hooked. I watched episode after episode after episode, and I saw Man, these guys are real, they're honest, and they will hold you accountable. And I was hooked ever since. And I was like, and then I saw that you guys mentioned a mentorship program, and I was all in from there. You'd already bought a truck, you're already a BCO, and then you con you found us and you thought it would be in your best interest to use our mentoring and our coaching and our dis and our dispatching instead of winging it on your own. Absolutely. You still happy with that decision? Oh, I'm <laughs> Great decision of my life. Now, which was a better decision, coming to Blue Ribbon or going to Rich, going to Florida with Richie <laughs> for a week? 
you're not worried about that all week, you know. So, because I, I remember when you, you went to Landstar Orientation, and then you and I spent, I don't know, two or three hours on a Zoom. Mm-hmm. And you got done, you're like, why wouldn't they tell me this stuff? And I'm like, that's a, that's a, fan, that's a, that's a foundational question right there, my friend. Absolutely. Um, foundational question. 100%. Wow. So, um, you're obviously not drinking as much as I am. <laughs> that's a foundational I, observation. I could use one more, but I'm going to have to visit the facilities before I have another. Um, so that's you get, not necessary. So you get out of orientation. You and I spend a couple hours together. I, I kind of get you prayed, and then you take off. And I mean, you've done a fantastic job. Um, I think at last count, we've done somewhere close to $300,000 in gross rate together. Um, so I've got to believe, um, that there's a lot of people that could come and absolutely kill it in this program, but they're not going to come because they think they can do it better on their own. No. And I I probably would want to. No, they think we have secret freight. Well, yeah, I think that too. But I think there's a lot of people, I don't need those guys. Why would I give up a percentage of my money? Why would I entrust myself to someone else to pick my loads? I can pick my loads. It ain't that hard. Uh, But as you found, you know, picking them and running them is two different things. Absolutely. You know, so talk to me about uh, dealing, about a year now dealing with the trip planning ninja. How's that worked out for you? It's been the best decision. (laughs) Don't suck up to him, okay? Come on. (laughs) It's been good. It's uh it's always a learning experience. It's always something different. If I'm in trouble, I call Chris. Um, Here, here's no, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Here's the difference between John and Ish, and maybe some other mentoring clients we've had. Mm-hmm. They showed up at orientation. <laughs> they're just like they're in our program. They just yeah. own our trucks, you know. But yeah. they do everything our guys do. Everything, yeah. you know, and that makes a difference, right? Absolutely. So what what do you what do you think going forward? You want to you want to get some more trucks, right? You you want to build a fleet. I do. Um, um, are you are you pretty content with the timeline right now? Because we've been is it not been a year yet, right? We're 40, 40 some weeks. He just renewed in the last month for a second. Yeah. He's eight. probably been seven or eight months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say to someone that was in your position forty some weeks ago? that's bought a truck or thinking about buying a truck, what would you tell them about, you know, your experience and, and, and what decision they should make, uh, going forward? Buy the right truck. Cause that, I, huge. that Peterbilt is expensive. And I learned the hard way. You've seen how much I pay for parts. Listen, y'all, he ordered some parts from the Peterbilt dealership across the street here. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, can you go pick these up for me? I'm like, man, not a problem. I live right there. I'll go in there. And he gives me a comp check for like $1,000. And I came out with one armful. Like, I had three pipes. And I'm like, Jesus, H, this is $1,000? You know, I, I could have bought half a Freightliner for that. Um, well. Yeah, listen, go don't, ahead. Don't, don't truck shame, okay? we got people here that got this kind of truck. Well, that ain't my problem. Uh, well, I, I listen, I, I've learned a lot. You and John have been a great experience for me. Um, and, and, you know, cause I, I try not to kill people in the first month. Uh, and I've well, burned, I've well, burned now, a, I've, now I had, listen, I have burned a few at the stake. 
Because I just think, well, hell, if I can do it, y'all can do it. That's not true. So I try not to kill y'all in the first, but you have, you have you've stood up, stepped up to the plate. You've accepted the challenge. You've made a ton of money. Um, you've learned uh, uh, so much, and I'm, I'm thankful to have you in this program. I'd love to have 10 more of you. Um, you've done a great job. Uh, anything else you would like to add based on your experience here with Blue Ribbon? I'm just appreciative, thankful, and I thank God for this moment. Outstanding. Well, brother, we're happy to have you. Uh, it's it's been a pleasure. Um, get me four or five more issues and Johns and and Wes's and uh, and Hector's and and we're gonna make a we're gonna make a ton of money. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. All right, see you tomorrow. <clears throat> All right, we're almost an hour and a half. We're gonna wind this down a little bit. So we got yes, a couple things to deal with. Uh, so we, for those of you that that are not here and should be here. Um, tomorrow we start at eight o'clock in the morning and we're going to talk about all the challenges that 2022 has, uh, has, uh, presented to us. And we're going to talk about strategies that we suggest to, uh, use to not only survive 2022, but once we get through it to maximize your profits, when times get back to normal, we're going to deal with that tomorrow. We got all kinds of information about helping you cut costs. We've got some speakers involved. I do want to um, uh, make sure that you uh, to recognize our sponsor, Pittsburgh Power. Um, yeah. Can you put that? Um, we do have Max Mileage here. We do have the OPS here. Um, they are our uh, our official sponsor for the, both uh, this weekend and our podcast. And so we want to make sure to mention that. We do have a new potential sponsor in the house, DPF Alternatives. He's going to be speaking tomorrow uh, and talk about his product. So uh, we want you to, to, to welcome Chase. Um, he's in the, in the crowd tonight. Let's give him a little welcome. And then tomorrow he's going he's gonna to explain his product, which is super exciting. And he's right here in West Virginia. So that blew us away. We didn't, didn't – did Derek someone tell us about that? You said, oh, hell no. So. Well, so, no, somebody told me about it, and we were at the truck show, and I was in the Pittsburgh Power Booth, and I'm – there's this guy who's kind of representing DPF. And I'm like, well, man, I heard about these guys in Milton and Chase is standing. He's like, that's me. <laughs> and I'm like, well, ha okay, well, that's a sign, you know? Yeah. So we, we, we started a relationship with Chase and um, he's done some work for us and we're looking forward to doing a bunch of work in the future. If you're not here, you ought to be. And um, it's shame on you. The guys that are here, thanks for being here. We're going to have a great weekend. A uh, little recruiting message. We do have a truck available. So if you want to uh, participate in this program, learn what we do, um, and, uh, and uh, you know, kind of get this information from the ground up, the wax on, the wax off, everything we talk about, reach out to us at driveforblueribbon.com. Put your um, application in, and we'll contact you and set up a Zoom interview. So, and uh, if you want to do what Ish and John are doing, uh, blueribbonlogistics.com slash BCO mentoring. Right. Um, We'd like so if you're a BCO existing and you're struggling and you're worried about this year, we'll take you under our wing and we'll teach you our methods, even though you already have a truck. Now, you may not like some of the things we tell you, but uh, you have to understand that, um, you know, um, that's part of this is, is, is taking accountability for decisions you've made. So we'll deal with that. Uh, if you haven't bought a truck, I'd say don't do that. Right now is not the best time to do that. But uh, be patient. We'll deal with all that in the next two days. 
you guys, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here this weekend. Uh, uh, we're going to have a, a great, great weekend coming up. It's 9.30. I have to talk for 20 hours starting at 8 o'clock tomorrow. So I am going to suggest that I go to bed. Uh, I've okay slept an that. average of four and a half hours a week, a night for the last 10 to 12 days. So I'm going to try not to do that tonight. So thank you for being here. Thank you guys for watching. What else you got? Yeah. Uh, Nick, I'll be there in just a second. Uh, so, uh, all right, we'll see y'all next week on uh, Sunday night. Sunday night. Back to our normal time. Sunday, Sunday night, 9 o'clock. So. We'll see y'all next Cheers, week. Cheers, everybody. Thank you. Be safe. Appreciate it.